Welcome back to another episode. We got a special guest, my old partner, maybe reuniting back in the fall, but he's on for a mm -hmm. special cameo this time around. We got PC, Parker Cannon in the house. Welcome back, Parker. What's up, everyone? Uh, Parker here. I'm really excited to join Nate this week, talk about whatever he's got on the docket. So I'm really excited. Um, we did it all last fall and get back into it now. So let's get it going. Yeah, so excited to have you on, Parker. Uh, first thing I want to ask you was with the bit of a reuniting here. Where do you think this this reunion ranks among famous sports reunions in history? I mean, you got LeBron back to Cleveland. You got that sort of thing. I mean, AC, personally, Zlatan back I'll, to AC Milan. I would put it more of like a just like a dynamic duo, just in general. I I think it's up there like. Number one, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. Number two, PC and Nate Lowenthal. And number three, Shaq and Kobe. Like, that's my all-time dynamic duo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good list. I would say that's, like, that's pretty accurate, honestly. Maybe, like, Srula and Mickey are up there somewhere. Nah, that one's, like, bottom ten. Well, uh, I mean, it depends what aspect you're looking for. I mean, it's great in that they, they're, like, a perfect match, you know? True. But like for like talent wise, I don't know. Yeah. It's probably pretty far down there. Yeah. Well, I want to start this off real quick with a I've an important question that came up on my ESPN feed. Sure. Is there a Taylor Swift curse in the NBA playoffs? Oh, I actually had this in my notes. I was gonna bring this up as well. Um I'm not sure. Time will tell. So basically the story is every city that is hosted a, a Taylor Swift Eras Tour concert or is going to, their team has proceeded to lose in the playoffs. Which is like and, every team, though. I mean... Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's every team, but... But Nashville... Taylor Swift is not coming to Miami. Yeah. Miami's... They won game two, and all of a sudden, they got momentum. So it's definitely possible. I don't know. I'm a... Are you, are you a Swift EPC? I don't, I don't know where your stance on this is. I mean, it depends who's listening. Like... The girlfriend's listening. I gotta be, but yeah. I mean, be proud of it, you know. I mean, give your yeah. honest take. Give your honest take here. I mean, on the question, or if I'm a Swifty. Uh, and if you're a Swifty, I would say so to an extent. Yeah, but I know Nikola Jokic is a huge Swifty. Yeah, he loves I, her. I loved that interview from like after uh, he swept the Lakers, and it was like. Jokic, like, what are you going to do during the during the break? And he was like, I'm going to go to Italy and watch my friend race horses. That he was likes, my favorite. He, he likes to ride the horse. Well, he has that a was little, my favorite. He's got a little thing on the back. He doesn't ride on the horse because I think he's too big for that. But he's got the little, like, cherry hit that the horse takes him around him. And the horse looks like a mini horse, too, but it's just, like, it's a normal-sized horse. He's just a, he's a big guy. That's great. Have you ever seen the video of him doing it? Oh, oh, I just looked up photos. Yeah, he's just getting dragged by it. Yeah, it's sick. I mean, the horse is putting in the work. There's no way they lose. I think if they win the finals, he's got to bring Like, that's how he's got to go to the parade. In oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be awesome. But we'll see. We'll see if the Taylor Swift curse is real. I, I don't know. It's um, I'm going to – well, we can talk about this in a second. I still think Denver is going to win this series. So I'm going to say it's not real, but 
if the Miami Heat win, I mean, it's really the only logical explanation at this point. Not not Jimmy Buckets just being the absolute like bucket. Like, I don't know. What do you think of the Heat? Uh, like, obviously, eight seed going like they upset crazy. the Bucks. I mean, and I think it says an upset, but not crazy. And then another huge upset against Boston. Like, I mean, I, like, I mean, I think it says more just about like the dynamic of the playoff because like. It is a little ridiculous that, like, it kind of just shows how little the, the regular season kind of matters, honestly, like, to an extent. Just, like, in terms of seeding, like, being the one seed doesn't matter as much just because you get, like, one game um, favorited in terms of, like, home standing because it's either playing game seven at home or game seven away, like, for the most part. Yeah. And, I mean, the order kind of matters, but, like, I don't know. I just think that I think it's crazy, but without like Jimmy Butler, I don't think it would have been possible at all. Like there's like a lot of just great players in this team, like, but I think he just really assembles it all together. Obviously, like Adebayo, of course. Kevin Love is like was a great pickup. I think he's like really brought it at times, even though he's not playing that many minutes. But I really don't think it'd be possible without Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy's been incredible. But even Jimmy's had some quiet games, at least in the, yeah. like, past game three of the Eastern Conference Finals. He was kind of quiet the rest of that series until game seven when they closed it out. Obviously, they lost three straight and then were able to close it out in seven. But, yeah, I was, a little, then, I was a little stressed for them on that. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted to see the Heat do it just because, like, like, at first I wanted them to win it. But then once it got to, like, game six, I was like, I want the Celtics to, like, complete the comeback like it would probably make for a little bit of a more exciting final as well and I also really like Marcus Smart but that's like a side take but I I mean the Heat are just it's exciting to see the eight the eight seed like make it all the way yeah the Heat are just I don't know they, they have me confused I, I think I picked against them every round of the playoffs even against really the, with Knicks, the Knicks, I, I picked yeah. the Knicks too, because it's just I, I feel like I mean there's no like lo- logical expert. Obviously Jimmy Butler's been great, and they I think Spoh's probably the best coach in the NBA, maybe yeah. Greg Popovich, but certainly top two. You know, so like they have pieces that make them like it. You can understand why they're a good team, but like this team in the regular season was not good at all. Like actually a bad basketball team like the, he's like, shooting 50 percent from the three versus denver yeah i mean well that's what we can get to in a second too but i don't know they just it's so hard because even like the way they've been winning is not i feel like it's not in convincing fashion which is crazy that they've won three rounds but was it. denver like i'm still saying that i mean but what about game seven like they've just wiped wiped the celtics like that was like i i think I think, like, while it was, like, close on paper, I feel like kind of in the locker room, I, I mean, also with, like, just Spolster being, like, such a great coach, I think it was kind of just, like, they lost game six to the Celtics, and they're just, like, look, it's, like, we're going to the to the uh, finals. Like, we need to wake up. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like, that was just a crazy – just wiped them out. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. They've had really good games, like, individual games, but I feel like just, like, their whole – body of work like throughout the first three rounds of the playoffs like you still sit there and say like how are they in the nba final like you're they haven't convinced me in that way where i'm like this is the best team in the east 
you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I mean, like I was gonna say, like you said too, like it does just does show that one the regular season probably doesn't matter that much. Exactly. I mean, I mean, you saw that with the Lakers too. Like, and, yeah, I mean, the, the Lakers on the other side, and even the Warriors beating the Kings. I mean, like this was the most upsets I think we've seen in the playoffs in a long time. I think the other part too is it also shows that like I feel like in the regular season we thought like Miami or not Miami, Milwaukee. Philadelphia, Boston were like the three best teams far and away in the East. And I think the Heat, obviously credit to them, but I think it also shows that that gap between the top teams and the bottom teams was n- much smaller than we anticipated. Yeah. yeah. And and also what we were saying, like, I mean, I just think there should be some type of change, like, within the league for that. Because, I mean, in my opinion, I mean, I might be a little biased because I'm a Clippers fan, but I think, like, just the four versus five, like, that was just, like, like, it was unlucky with the Clippers with the injuries with Kawhi and PG, but, like, I think that was one of the more competitive games. Like, I thought, like, the Clippers should have dropped the game to go to six so they could have played the Kings. Like, I thought there was a higher chance of them making it out than playing Suns, obviously. And just, like, the setup of the whole playoff is, like, different than in NFL. Because, I mean, even, even, like, the last week of the season, like, you're grinding to try to get that win to, like, lock up like the one seed or whatever that may be. Like, I just feel like the this seat, this playoff especially kind of is like almost promoting load management and like not having to try it in the regular season. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think it's definitely shown you can load manage and get away with it. But also on the flip end, you have Denver who dominated the regular season. And then dominated the Western Conference and made it look easy to get to the finals. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also just Denver. I mean, like crazy. I mean, I'm just not sure there's a solution. I mean, I think load I think I mean, it shouldn't be I'm seven not sure, games. I'm not sure load management's a bad thing. Honestly. I just don't think it should be seven games. Like the you don't think it should be a seven game series in the playoffs? No. Just Which because be? like well, because, like, I mean, like, I guess this does show, like, some teams winning out, like, outright more. Like, I, I think, because for a while, it was kind of, like, upsets, like, rarely happen. Just because, I mean, it's seven games. Like, whoever wins the four, like, like, in March Madness, like, the one, the 16 seed's never going to win four games against a one. Like, that's yeah. just, like. I mean, I would say. Anyway. I, I don't know exactly what the NBA solution is. Mostly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I would say make it like a few less games or keep it the same and just like make the regular season like just way less games. I think it should be like way less. Like, I don't know, just because it's like so meaningless. Or, or actually, my other one would be like make it less teams make the playoff. Like, I would say I don't, I don't like the idea of making the regular season less games because I think if they gave players like three game three days off between games instead of two or back to backs, even like I agree that would discourage load management. But I know the NBA would at this point is not going to decrease games, yeah, because they make too much money selling tickets, yeah. selling TV rights. And then with the playoffs, honestly, I'm not sure. I don't know what your point is in making it a five or three game series. Cause I think like you yeah. said, the best team wins probably 
95% of the time in a seven-game series, and I think that's the way it should be. I mean, really, the only disadvantage is, I mean, I feel like most of the time when you see an upset, it's some sort of injury or some other external factor that impacts the series. Yeah. I don't really know what the complete solution is. I mean, it's just I don't really think it's, I don't think it's a problem. I feel like it's been a great NBA playoffs. It has been, but I just think it, like, is going to promote teams next year to, like, not take the regular season at all as serious as it has been. Like, I agree, but I also do think you don't want to be in the play. So, I think, although well, I mean, there's more yeah. teams that have a chance, yeah, the you don't want to be in that, that 7 to 10. Like, you don't want your season to come down to one game. Because, like you said. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the series the matter, heat, but the it's heater in the 8, but. Yeah, they could have lost that one game. They almost lost the Bulls. They're they're losing to us with like three minutes left in the game. It's just yeah crazy that where they're at now and how bad we we were this year. But yeah. So what do you think about the final so far? Obviously, Denver dominated game one. I think honestly that was pretty expected with them coming off a sweep and Miami coming off seven games on like one day off in between i i think like that the game yesterday is pretty surprising like that was denver's first loss at home during the um playoffs thus far and i mean i'm kind of surprised at that but i guess you can never doubt the heat the heat like they're always gonna be that strong but i think um i think that the denver's just gonna wipe them out in the next game and I think they're gonna. I think the Heat will. I think the Nuggets will will win in six. But yeah, I mean, I just think that that game is gonna be a wake up call. How do we lose a home to this team? We're the best in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, it was a really it was an impressive win for Miami, especially. I mean, they got up early, and then you go the Heat are here, and then all of a sudden Denver just destroyed him in the second quarter. So I feel like most people kind of thought that he were dead at that point. But then credit to them, they came back. I mean, Duncan Robinson, among a couple other guys, had a pretty big game. And I was impressed with the win. But like you said, I think it took a lot of things to go right. Like nearly a perfect game in that second half for them to come back and win that game. And obviously it took a bad Michael Porter Jr. game. Jamal Murray didn't shoot his best game. And to me, it just felt like, so many things went right for Miami in that second half and so many things went wrong for Denver that I still feel confident in saying Denver probably still wins this series in five or six. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I just think it's just like, at the end of the day, it's just the best team will win and it's it's definitely going to be the Nuggets. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, I'm not going to say Miami can't win because Boston is definitely because we've seen what's happened before. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It just feels like it's Denver's final swing lose is kind of the way I'm seeing it. Well that's how but that's how most of the games have been, other than maybe the the next one. But like definitely against Milwaukee. It was yeah, Milwaukee's to really, lose because then Milwaukee the, the was whole, weird with Giannis missing like half this year. I mean, yeah, I mean he but played the, in but two the whole story games, but. the whole story is always like upset, one seed loses. Like Celtics knocked off like on an upset, like stuff like that. Like, I mean, I just think it, like if the Heat are to win, it's just that then they got outplayed because it's not that like 
something like had to get lucky. Like here's a really strong team as well, but I just think the Nuggets are too strong. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, I think the Nuggets win, but I'm not gonna say the Heat can't win. It would be an interesting story for sure. I mean, I think if the Heat were to win the finals, hypothetically, like they would arguably be the least talented team to win a <laughs> championship in recent memory. And it's not to say they don't like they wouldn't deserve the title. Obviously, they they win the games. You know, I, I'm not a believer in putting asterisks or calling anything a Mickey Mouse ring or anything like that. But just if you're going on a pure like roster talent basis, like this roster is not great. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I think Jimmy Butler is still a superstar, probably top 10 player in the league, but Bam's like top 25 at best. And then after that, it's just a bunch of role players. I mean, there's not a ton of talent on this team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all centered on Jimmy Butler. Like that's what you see in every headline. Like he's that guy, but he's really bringing it together. And yeah. So I, I think it could happen. I mean, you can't doubt at the heat. I I think we're going to be in for a bit of a surprise. Like I do think the Nuggets will win it, but we'll be they'll be more heavily challenged than, than you think. Like that's what happened last night. So, oh yeah. I mean, I think there'll be some good games, but I'm not, I'm going to stick with my Nuggets in 6. That was my original pick. Going to yeah, stick like with that. it. But yeah, so that's NBA also going on. We got a little puck action, uh, a little NHL Stanley Cup finals. I know neither of us are huge hockey fans, but I did tune in to game one of the Knights versus the Panthers. Big win for the Golden Knights at home, uh, 1-0 in the series now. Game two is tonight. Um, you got a prediction on that, Parker. Just going off whatever you – you can choose whatever rationale you want for your pick. One zero um, nights in the series right now. I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Okay, I think it's because the first two periods of Game One were 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 generally pretty close. Like it, they split. Yeah, they got the Panthers got a short-handed goal. goal to start the game. That was the first yeah. goal. It was pretty sweet. And Golden Knights just went insane in the third like three of them in the third and they I mean, the, one of them was on an empty net but it was their goalie had a six save too did you see that yeah, save i didn't look it up after this one of the best hockey saves i've ever seen and i haven't watched that really? much hockey but like i'm confident in saying it was very good yeah but i think i think um the panthers are going to tie it up in the next one but at the end of the day i think the golden knights will take it all because as you saw, it's just pretty powerful. And, I mean, they've been good for a bit. So, I think that's just the most talented team right now. And they're in the they're in the playoff for a reason. Yeah, man. And the Knights are the real deal. Panthers are good, too, though, man. They got a Kachuk or whatever. The guy that he went to high school, Jason Tatum from St. Louis. They're good, too. I mean, they're a gritty team. And they're arguably a bigger underdog than the Heat because they were also an eight seed. Um, yep. and then they beat the Bruins, who were actually the best team ever. Like, by regular yeah, season, that was record, a crazy. I mean, I, I do remember, I'm not, I don't follow NHL too much, but like, I've seen like all time lists of just like some of the best sports teams ever. Like, you got to put them up there. Like, 
that's just a complete team and such a great record. So yeah. crazy that they got upset. So the Panthers are legit, but I agree. I'm gonna go with the Knights. That's safe. Uh, that's just like the type of moment you are. You look back on, you're like, yeah, that team. They're gonna lift the cup for that. So I'm all in on the Knights. I'll go Knights and I'll go Knights and seven. Nah, I think we go the distance here. You think? But honestly, I think yeah, I think we're going seven. A lot of heartbreak for South Florida. I mean, it well could be good, but hypothetically, if the Heat and the Panthers both lose. They they would both lose in the finals and then or it could be or it could I, just be crazy for them. Yeah, it's possible, but I don't know. I mean, my they also had Miami in the national title game for basketball. Yeah, but I want to talk about just like new franchises because we've seen two two like and with NHL we've seen Seattle Kraken and the Golden Knights. Like this is their fifth or sixth year for the Golden Knights. Like yeah, being a franchise, and it's their finals. second. It's their second Cup final appearance, which is like pretty good, honestly. I mean, the other the other Vegas team with the Raiders, like, haven't done nothing. Well, they've been a franchise. Yeah, I know I it's mean, different, but I'm just. Different, but... I know, but at least bringing something to the city. Yeah, I mean, I will say, I think. One, the NHL does a good job with their expansion and that they make it a lot easier for the teams to succeed, like right out of the gates, which especially for hockey, which in the U.S. like isn't as popular as football or basketball or baseball, whatever. Like, I think it's good that they make the teams at least put an effort to make the teams better right away. But then also, I think with like Vegas, like you said, the Raiders, and then now they're getting the A's too, like Vegas is a happening city. And then I saw that the uh, NBA was looking to start expanding too, which I I think Vegas will probably be high in that list of possibilities. I want to bring Nashville in there for the NBA. Yeah. I, was I know it won't happen because of Memphis, but that would be great. What city what, what cities do you think the NBA would look at for a possible expansion? Um, I, I do honestly think Nashville would be good. Just because of like, it's very like, like, like a it's like a large area, but it's just really roped around that city at the end of the day, and there's a lot of increased tourism all around there. I think that'd be good. I mean, yeah. I mean, they could play obviously at Seattle, Bridgestone, of course. Too. Yeah, you could. Still I don't play know. Bridgestone. They might want to build a new stadium, but I feel like I feel like they would build a new stadium if they were to come in. I just don't think it ever happened with Memphis there. Yeah, I uh, feel like two Tennessee basketball teams. Maybe John Moran will do something stupid enough and move him in. Move the whole franchise? Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, but I think Seattle. Seattle I mean, Seattle's the classic one because I think they just deserve it after the Sonics left. Yeah. Um, what Vegas, else? Will be good. Vegas. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Maybe Kansas City. I think the Clippers should go back to San Diego. Were they in San Diego? Like, a long time ago, I think. Nah, no one's moving to San Diego from LA. They just built a new stadium. Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. They just get it up and move it. There you go. Someone go to Louisville. Louisville's got a big hoops culture. I guess. I mean... I think Vegas and Seattle will be the first two, if I had to guess. Because those ones yeah. like just make sense. 
And then like you could, I mean, you could go back to Vancouver or somewhere else in Canada. Or like Tijuana. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. The NFL said they want to start a European division. I don't know if that ever really happened. No, I, it sounds like logistically impossible, but you, you never know. Yeah, it's because any team that goes out there would just be so disadvantaged. Yeah, I mean, I think it was, I like the article I read about it was like, it would be like a whole like weird schedule where like they would play like, like I think they would like play like all their home games, like all the European games and then like come and then like go to the U.S. for a while. I don't know. Was, and then, like, have, like, a base in the U.S. too. Well, I remember like, the Raiders would do that, like, when they had that – then they had that baseball, uh, like, the uh, infield yeah, that they, they play on. The, they would play, like, one or him. two games at the beginning of the season, and then they'd just be on the road for, like, an entire month. Like, they'd yeah. play, like, week two at home because, like, usually they didn't want to – I don't know. Sometimes they wouldn't want to have the opening game, like, at home. But then, then they would just play, like – all of October, I feel like, was on the road. And then once they got it cleared out, they have a huge homestand. Yeah. I think I, I think a good a good city would be Kansas City. For that like, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess they got the Chiefs and the Royals. I get I could see it. I one know. that one it makes like, sense would be Pittsburgh. Like I know like Steelers, but I just Basketball just doesn't really sit there with me. Let's see. Let's see what teams they're thinking about. Yeah, I mean, they're all saying Seattle, Vegas. LeBron said he wanted to own a team in Vegas. LeBron. Yeah, Mexico City. I could see them doing that. I mean, they got a team in Canada. Why, why not Mexico? You know? Yeah. Who would be the who would be the star of the team in Mexico City? I have no idea. Or they should just could be. I think they should just be you, man. Add the Shanghai Sharks into the, into the league. Just go to China. No, they should just add the Shanghai Sharks and yeah, and sick. like they should just like not have to do, like they should just not care about the time change. Yeah, I mean, I can see them doing that because all the bums will have to play there. Yeah, I'm with it. Why not, right? Exactly. But yeah, also with NBA, the lottery. I Wemby looks like he's gonna be a spur. Yep. But my Bulls didn't get fortunate. Sad. I thought it was gonna be rigged for us. It was not. But that's all right. We'll we'll figure it out. But I was gonna ask, uh, what do you think? about the number two pick with the Hornets. Are you a Brandon Miller or a Scooby Henderson guy? And then what do you think the Blazers should do at three? I mean, I think you got to go with Scoo Henderson. Like, I remember you and I talked about it a long time ago, Omenyana versus Scoo Henderson, and then Henderson kind of just fell out of the mix. Like, yeah, I mean, I think of, it was always Omenyana. I mean, of course. Scoo was course, a clear but, two. Of but course, think, but yeah. Miller played – Brandon Miller, I think, played his way into the conversation at the very least. Yeah. Yeah, we did. But I think, like, without Wimbanyana being in the mix, like, we'll be talking about him a lot. However, I mean, Brandon Miller, like, I saw him play live last spring when he played a Vandy, and he's just really good. Like, yeah. seeing a bunch of 
it was cool like seeing a bunch of pretty good like um potential um draft prospects including anthony black uh case wallace like come in and play and see him play in person like i mean both those guys are legit anthony black like i think like he'll be like seven maybe like he, I think he's good. And then like but Brandon Miller, I feel like he might hit fit the Hornets better. I don't really know. Yeah, I mean that's a Brandon, I mean, Lamelo and Scoop both play point, which is the only like weird thing about it. But I do think if you're just going best available, I think but then what about what about with the Blazers though? Well yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Well one I was just about Brandon Miller. I saw him play once too against my Zags. And although they did lose to Gonzaga, obviously, but he's really good. I mean, I think he will be, at the very least, he will be a professional scorer at the NBA level. I mean, that's just like this, the way he plays, I don't see it not translating, you know? Yeah. But I was just the- looking at this, at this mock draft and it was like giving their like comparisons and it was like Wembenyana, 7-4 Durant, um, Blazers has, or for Scoo Henderson has prime Westbrook and or D Rose, and then Brandon Miller is Rudy Gay or Danny Granger, and then the Rockets is Sean Livingston for Amon Thompson. So I think it's just like kind of disrespectful to Brandon Miller. I mean, those are good basketball players and all, but like you're gonna give Scoo Henderson D Rose and then short him like that. Like, yeah, who do you think is a comparable for Brandon Miller? Like, he could be great. I think, I think he could be like a, I don't know, he could be like a DeMar DeRozan with a three ball. Yeah. Which, if DeMar, I think if DeMar DeRozan did shoot threes, he'd be a much better player than he is. I mean, he's great, but it's hard in the modern NBA if you can't shoot the three. Yeah. But he did, yeah. I mean, they do play similar. Brandon Miller can play off ball a bit better than Demar. Yeah. 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 It should be good though. Should be a good. Um, do you think the Blazers should trade the pick, or do you think they should? I mean, if they can get Brandon Miller, yeah, but maybe trade it because you don't need another card. Like. I remember when they had uh, C.J. McCollum for so long. Like, him and Dame were great together, but I just don't think for some reason that fits with their, like, setup. Like, like a guard-heavy team. I think I should trade Dame and build around and just reset really? and build around Brandon Miller or Scoot if they end up with him. I just don't think they'd ever do that. I don't know why they don't. Like, I get it. Like, I'm in Portland right now. It's, like, not a huge city and, like, you, like you gotta if they're bad like they're not probably gonna sell that many tickets you know and like i mean they, they looking back at some, some of those yeah looking back at the, some of those playoffs like i mean they were just great like like with dame like and just that city is built around that team in like a way like, they love him like i remember yeah. i thought it was, i thought it was really cool like, i'm just not the, sure what's the center him? The Moda Center. Yeah. I'm just not sure they have enough. Like, I'm not sure, like, there's any trade you can make with the third pick or even if they draft Brandon Miller or whoever, that makes them even close to being a contender. 
Yeah, but I don't know. I guess the Heat said proved you don't really need to have the best roster. You just gotta do the right things. But I don't know. They feel far away, and I'm not sure. It feels well, like, so too like many there is a difference with the West and the East. Like, I guess. I mean, we don't. I don't. We don't gotta get into that conversation again about this like league structure. But it's like harder being in the in the West, I guess. To step in and then just have, I guess, Dame take over in the playoffs. Yeah. It's, in, I don't know. I don't know what, they're basically they're screwed either way. I think it's the, the way I see it. Either you build around Dame and like, maybe you make a playoff run, but I don't think it's enough for a championship run. And you blow everything up and then you probably suck for the next five years, which like, you don't want to do when like Dame like has publicly said he wants to be there, you know? But, like, maybe that is in the best interest for your long-term future, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what they do. Should be interesting at the very least. And the last NBA thing I wanted to talk about before we transition here was, I don't know if you saw the, the LeBron to the Mavericks rumor today. I didn't see that. Shams reported that Kyrie is spoken to LeBron privately about demanding a trade to come to Dallas and play with him and Luca. God. I thought it was... I don't know. To me, it's just not... I don't think it's possible. I didn't think he'd ever leave the Lakers. Like... I think he would leave in the right... What about... What about uh, Bronny? Well, yeah. I mean, I think he likes being in LA because he can do all his TV and movie stuff and then he'll be near Bronny at USC next year. I'm just saying, like, I don't even think that – I don't know why the Lakers would trade – like, I don't know what the Mavericks would give them to make the Mavericks – like, them even accept a trade. Even if LeBron, like, was like, I want to go to Dallas. Like, they're not just going to trade him for, like, Christian Wood. Like, I don't know, I don't know what, how the trade would even happen. Yeah. It, it wouldn't happen. Like, it just wouldn't. I, I think the only way – if Kyrie really wants to play with LeBron, the only way it's going to happen is if he's – signs a smaller deal or whatever to end up in like because he's a free agent so he could go i just i mean they're not going to have the money to give him a huge deal but he could go yeah but who knows what Kyrie's thinking man i don't know i don't know hypothetically I, I, isn't lebron I wonder if some of them even good you know like I, I don't know it seems like a lot of i said ball yeah yeah like it seems like there's not enough ball to go around on that team, but usually they do make it work, I will say. But it would be a weird team. No. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, What else? I heard you were uh, in London for the FA Cup final. I know you didn't attend the game, but... Yeah, I was outside the stadium. The atmosphere. The, I was outside the stadium for the... I guess the pregame, people walking in, got some photos in front of Wembley. It was a great atmosphere going into um, on the tube, going into towards Wembley. Yeah, it was great. Everyone's doing their chance. Man City versus Man United. But I mean, things got a little hectic, to be honest. And there was definitely some some tough was love was going each ways. The hooligans for the hooligans out. Definitely hooligans. Some. You don't want to mess with those some bad words, yeah. No, it was great though. And I remember, so we were, we were then gonna go watch it at like a pub nearby. And as we're walking away from Wembley, 
like, because, I mean, that game was great. And, like, Gundogan for Manchester City scored within, like, 15, 16 seconds. And, like, you just heard the stadium go crazy, like, when you're outside. And we checked it on our phones, and I was like, oh, my yeah, gosh, I mean, they scored already like scored. A <laughs> yeah, he did score. It was a great volley. And then this his second goal was pretty good, too. It just kind of rolled in. And... United yeah, scored on a pen, right? Yeah, they did score on a pen. 2-1. I thought United was going to have a chance and tie it up towards the end, but never came around. So Man City's FA Cup champion are on their way to the, I believe it's called the, the treble. Yeah, they're going for the treble uh, on Saturday. Treble, so that means you'd win the Premier League, the FA Cup, and take home the Champions League as well. So they definitely got the chance this weekend to seal it up. They're playing Inter Milan um, this Saturday night, I believe, in Istanbul. So any any takes on this game? I think City's going to kill them. And uh, like, I want to be optimistic and say it'll be a good game, but they've kind of just destroyed everyone they've played, and, and in the Champions League too. I mean, they destroyed Real Madrid last round. They destroyed Bayern. Yeah. Who are arguably the two other best teams in the world right now. Definitely the best, too. And, like, I don't know. They just seem like a machine right now, which makes me ask you the question. Like, can is like, how do you see someone stopping Man City in the next, like, I don't even know, next couple of years, whatever it is. Like, obviously, they've won four out of five, I think, Premier League since Pep's got there. And this would be their first Champions League, but this whole season, like obviously Arsenal had their chance, but like City still put out like they still put up nearly a hundred points to the Premier League. So like I mean City's just stacked. Like they were great last year, really competing. And then add Erling Holland to the team. Like, I mean, it's pretty hard to beat, to be honest. Like he's just really good. He's physically just incredible. And I think it's gonna be really hard to beat like De Bruyne and they're just they're just like a complete team. It's yeah. like kind of hard to get. I mean, you're kind of lacking in like some areas one way or another, but they're complete. So I think like they've got to set up and I mean Inter Milan, they're just no I don't think they're any any match for for this team. So I'm going to go 3-1 Manchester City wins. And Gundogan is going to have to get another goal like he did the other day. De Bruyne has to score, and Phil Foden will score. We're going to get it all around, three of them. No Holland goal? No Holland goal. He's going to be like cheering around. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go City. I don't know. I might go three now. I think it's just a, I think it's just a beating. Three now, it could be a beating. You think? Like, do you think City being this good is bad for soccer? Um, why would it be bad for soccer? I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's at least like maybe not for European soccer, but like in England, like for the Premier League, that like they're just like far and away the feels like the best team, and like Liverpool. Those first couple of years were kind of neck and neck with them, but it feels like they kind of, I guess, plateaued a bit. 
obviously losing some of their guys and whatever, and like City just keeps going. Like, yeah. is it? You think it's bad that it feels like they're at least going to dominate the next five, ten years? Like, it doesn't feel like anyone's going to be able to challenge them. Um, I mean, there's always going to be the other powerhouses like Real Madrid. I, mean, I, th- I think just in England, I'm saying. Oh, in England, really. I mean, I think Liverpool will always be around. Like, like I think it was, you know, a bit of a tougher year, but. I don't know. And I do think I think this offseason is going to be different because I think there's going to be more teams are going to like um, start like grouping towards going. Or there's going to be a lot of players that want to play in England more. I mean, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of like, there's hotspots and other ones like Paris, like Paris, Munich, and Madrid, but I, and Barcelona, but I think there's going to be more movement this season to go towards playing the Premier League. Yeah, I, I think I get that, that. I think Vinny Jr. is going to go to a Premier League team, especially with what we saw happen with all the racism stuff. I think he wants out. Yeah, I could see that. Um, they said Neymar, Neymar United was a rumor. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know if that happened. I think I, but I, think I, think, I do think Mbappe could be a potential to move someday. In Liverpool, in the pool. yeah, or Liverpool United. has having those those speedy wings. So, you see Benzema, it's going to Saudi Arabia. Really? For uh, he's I getting see that. three years, six hundred something million dollars. He's getting over two hundred million a year. That's ridiculous. Like, and then they're, they're trying to get Messi too, because Messi said he's leaving PSG, so they're trying to land him. Yeah. I think he's going to go back to Barcelona, at least for a year, was the impression I got. But the MLS is trying to get him, too. They're, they're trying to, like, work out, like, some deal where, like, they, like, pay for him. Some, like, load him to Barcelona so he gets a return there. But then when he's done, he has to come to the U.S. and play. I didn't see that. But I don't know. I mean, I remember there's always the rumors with uh, Messi going to Inter Milan or not Inter Miami. Yeah, Inter Miami. That, that was the team I saw. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Inter Milan would be. I'd be a big switch. I remember. I remember. Like, I was like looking up when Nashville would play them, and I was gonna buy a ticket like instantly or bu- like a little bit before. Yeah. And sell it, but. Imagine him being in Nashville playing an away game. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, it'd be so weird. Well, I also saw another article, like something. I don't even know what if it's true or not. There was something I saw that said like the other Premier League teams like might help pay for Messi to come play in the U.S. or the other MLS teams. Why? Because, oh, like, other MLS teams, right? Yeah. Because like, just like being able to market saying like Messi's playing at like wherever, like like you said, like Messi's playing in Nashville, like. That's huge for them. Like, yeah, you're, yeah, gonna sell out, you're gonna sell out that game, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's know true, but like, I understand the idea. I, you know, no, it, that that's highly possible. Like, obviously, yeah. like the MLS has gotten some like aging stars in the past, but like, no one to the extent of Messi. Like, I know Bell was at LAFC for a year, and like. David Beckham was on the Galaxy way back and whatever. And Slatten was on the Galaxy for a bit. That was probably yeah. the biggest transfer, I think. Like, 
Other yeah. than Beckham. Like, we had Schweinsteiger on the, on the fire. He spent a yeah. couple of years here. It's just really interesting. Like, is there that much money in it? Like In the MLS? Yeah. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> it's crazy. I feel like I mean, there like, has to be. Like, the Saudi money is crazy, too. Like, I guess, like, well, that's sense. different, though. That's different. It's the, I mean, it's different, obviously. I mean, they have it, like the it was crazy to me money, how, but... how they made that trade for Ronaldo, and then just like within like a few months, like they were like PSG versus, um, like whatever the Rita, like all stars, just so yeah. they could get like a messy Ronaldo. Yeah, like I was they're like, just, how, how do you set that up as a friendly? They're just, they're just handing out bags to everyone. I mean, that's live golf too. Like, I remember when that was all happening, like, all of a sudden, like, these random guys, I mean, obviously, they had the big names that they got, like, they got Brooks, and they got Cam Smith, and, like, those guys, but, like, random guys were just getting bags, too, to just come play there, you know, on the live yeah. tour. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's interesting to see, like, if this is going to, like, work as, like, a long-term strategy. Like, I know, like, there's, like, the Saudi government's, like, sanctioning this because they want these, like, leagues to, like, especially the soccer league to be, like, popular and, like, amongst, like, the best leagues. But, like, is the strategy of paying three old – I mean, obviously, if they – I'm saying if they get Messi, too. But, like, they have Benzema, Ronaldo, Messi. Like, obviously, they were three of the greatest players ever. But, like, is that a viable strategy, paying $2 billion for three, like, aging stars? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if that actually – It'll get eyes on the league, but like I don't know if it'll be a long-term strategy for success. It's, it's you know? not worth it in the end, but I mean, I guess if you have the money, I mean, why not test it out? But yeah, I guess. I mean, to an extent, it's like good marketing, and like, I mean, last weekend I was in London, like some random street markets, like pretty common. You know they have the like the rip off like um jerseys that are like like, 10 bucks. They have like a bunch of the Ronaldo like Saudi Arabia ones. And I'm like, I mean, that's good advertising for the comp for the team, like and for whatever their sponsors are too. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I will say like if they don't get any of those players, like you're not even thinking about the Saudi Arabian soccer league, you know. Yeah. I just don't know if it's like they so they have to do that and then turn the corner into that actually becoming like a really because like once those players leave like I don't expect Ronaldo to play more than like one maybe two more years there you know so yeah. it's like once they're gone I mean what do you then what do you have? Well, it's kind of like their exit, like the end. Yeah, bringing a no, bunch no. of money and then just retire. But eventually yeah, they got to turn that. That's into what like Gareth Bale a, did. So. A team. I don't know. Yeah. And Chiellini. Well, all right. Well, we've got we've got the we've got uh soccer wrapping up in the next yeah. few weeks. I guess this week. Yeah, and last then, game of the season, I think. Um yeah, so that'll be pretty exciting. International qualifiers or whatever. But yeah. There's already some, in the like, World Cup. So there's some Euro qualifying going along the summer, but nothing too picking up until next year for the Euro. And then um you want to talk about we could wrap it up with a little Vandy news highlight? Yeah, a little Vandy to end it. Uh well let's start with the bad news first because we can get this over quickly. Vandy baseball upset in the, the regionals. 
after losing to Oregon and then Xavier yesterday. Yeah. Honestly, I wasn't there in the spring, so I didn't follow them that closely. I don't know how many games you went to, but I went to like one or two. Obviously a big disappointment. I mean, they won the SEC tournament and then they come out in the first not necessarily Top first six. round, but first like what a section of the NCAA tournament and just kind of lay an egg. Yeah. So it's disappointing, but what are you gonna do? That's okay. I mean, we still won a few years ago, so yeah, that's can't be too upset. Next year's next year's the comeback. They were just waiting. And I guess making it making it there helps for recruitment. So yeah, I mean, eh, I don't know. <laughs> they made the tournament, I think, like seventeen. It's like a lot of years in a row. But yeah, I mean, there's like still it's a good program some way. Yeah. The big loss is for Pettimiki, honestly. I, t- I told him if Andy made the World – because he's in Omaha right now. I was like, if we make the World Series, like, I'll come down. Because, like, I don't know how many times are they going to do that. I mean, they've made it, like, a handful of times, but it's still pretty rare, you know? Yeah. But it looks like they fell short. So this is my apology to Pettimiki. I don't think I'm going to make it to Omaha this summer. Sorry, Pettimiki. Yeah. And then the other side, some good news. Basketball – maybe back i would kind of seemed like we were dead for a while when the season ended the portal opened up like half our more than half our team and like everyone left and then there was rumors stack was maybe going to leave for an nba job after winning sec coach of the year or whatever but stacks reassured he said he's coming back and we got our two lead That's guards back news. now and ezra Magnon and tyron lawrence and i'm feeling we got a couple transfers too i'm feeling sort of confident again yeah, I think we got to get like a solidified big guy again. Like, if we had Liam Robbins towards the end of the season because he was in and out of injury, like that would really help. But earlier in the season, like he was just he was great, and what really carried us in the end was those two guards, Tyron Lawrence and Menyon, really helped us out. Coverage for Studi being a god awful. So for me, as long as Studi's gone out of the portal, it's good news. Yeah, I mean, I think losing Robbins, obviously, I mean, he graduated. It's not like, not like he transferred, yeah. but that's a hole for sure. He, and we should didn't become really... a pro- he should become a professor and play again. <laughs> he might. He might. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. It should be interesting, I think. I mean, at least, like, it looked like we were going to suck, and I think at the very least we'll be competitive because I think we have two good guards, and goddamn guards are that the, helps the most important I mean, thing in college I think basketball. We could, so. I think some more transfers could still come in. Was yeah, that? we could get someone late, or who knows. Um, I don't really know. I don't know if we still have a scholarship, but we might have one still available. But I could, I could give it in for whoever. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to walk on if they need me to. So, like, well, I'm sure we'll be all right. Yeah. Well, how confident do you feel this is the year we make the NCAA tournament? On I like don't a one feel to confident. 10? Definitely worse than this last season. <laughs> Like, I think last season showed how hard it is to make the tournament. Like, yeah, the last the problem was last year we just sucked at the beginning. Like, obviously, we were sick, like, we were unreal at the end of the year, but like, the committee has shown that, like, you have to they look at the it's whole hard. thing. It's hard. Like, it's hard to make the tournament. So, I don't know. I'm going to give us, I'm going to say, I don't say it's too likely. I'm going to really say do it. hope they make it within the next two years, though, while I'm at. Have Andy. This is your year. Yeah, I only got one more shot at this. But I'm going to say, I'm going to give it like a six. I think it's possible. 
I'm going to call it unlikely right now, but I'm going to say it's it's possible. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe one of the freshmen uh, end up being really good or one of the I'd sophomores love... that didn't really play last year. Yeah, there were some okay guys. Uh, you never know. Maybe Stack will suit up. Is Lewis, is Lewis thing? Uh, I think he's back. All right, well, he was doing pretty well, like bringing him in in some games. He played pretty well. Yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, guys. The Tyron Lawrence kind of like he was good, played a lot last year, but this last season he was kind of to an extent came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, he was decent before. Really, he wasn't like he wasn't who he was last year. You know, so exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm I'm gonna trust Stack that some of these guys develop a little bit, and Stack's gonna give a blessing or something. Something's gonna happen. I I changed my I changed my mind. We're we're dancing. You can lock it in now. Maybe even a final four. I don't I don't know. I'd love to go dancing. Yeah, I mean just give it give it get us in the first four. I'd love to make the road trip to Dayton. There's nothing I'd rather do than go to Dayton for the first four. Nothing? No, that sounds awesome. Though. I know I'll, I'll be I, there. I know that. I would arguably rather like if we're like an 11 10 seed, like I'd rather be in the first four than not. Because Dayton's not that far from us, I don't think. Like, I think, like, we could drive to Dayton. In Ohio. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what you do in Dayton, but how many times do you say you get to go to Dayton, you know? I mean, I'd do it for the team. Yeah, so I I think we're in. It's settled. We're going to get the trip ready for Dayton, and I think we're going to call it here. Yeah, let's get it. See you guys in Dayton. We're going to be... We're going to be there. We're going to do a live show. They're going to let yeah. us broadcast. And if not, we're just going to broadcast like and bring our, our computer in yeah. and broadcast live, in the stands. That's a great call. Live show, Dayton, March 2023. Book now. All right. See you guys there. First four, Tuesday night or Wednesday. One of the two, for sure. Yep. All right. See you guys.